You're listening to Nikisha King Podcast, Leading Her Way, Episode 23. Do you have a dream or a mission or a fire that has ignited inside of you to create an amazing business that can grow and scale? But at the same time, you don't want to sacrifice your life, your family, relationships, or values in building this dream. If this is you, welcome to the Nikisha King Podcast, Leading Her Way. Hello, gorgeous, and welcome to Leading Her Way. It's a pleasure to have you. I'm your host, Nikisha. And today we are going to be touching on a topic that I think I'm just going to constantly speak about because there are so many ways to interpret this one word, mindset. Mindset has so many words. It's It can be defined as your thoughts, your belief system. It is your limiting mindset. It is your growth mindset. It has so much essence in it and it's the thing that is such a force in our life. For example, it can be called your subconscious, your conscious. All of these things are tied back to the way you think, the way your mind works, the way your mind perceives something. So that's what we're going to be chatting about today. And of course, over a certain amount of time, I'm going to be showing you what it looks like in so many different ways and how it shows up. And sometimes is recognizable, sometimes is unrecognizable. So let's first define it so we're on the same page. So when it comes to mindset, a mindset is a collection of beliefs, attitudes, and perceptions that shape how we think and act in various situations. So let me repeat that for the people all the way in the back. Mindset is the collection of beliefs, attitudes, and perceptions that shape how we think and act in various situations. So if you have a situation where something doesn't align with your belief system or your values, you are going to be very much closed off to it, right? You're not going to be open to it because it doesn't It's not right based on what you know. It's completely wrong or it's just uncomfortable because you've never done it. So as a business owner who is starting out business, your personal mindset has a big effect on this growth of your business, right? And there's so many business owners in the world that believe that Their business is separate from their personal in regards to how it's growing. So let me explain what that means. When I started out, I was very, very hungry for business. I was in my business world. I was like doing things. I didn't strategize. I didn't think about it. Didn't realize when I wasn't doing the strategy work, when I wasn't doing the planning work, it had to do with how I was living my life. So In my life, no, I didn't plan things. I was young. When I started my business, I was, I think, 28. So at that moment in time, I was never a planner. It's like when you go to school, you don't study every day so that when the tests come around, you're ready already. If you are a person who crammed and you studied like that, you were never planning. You were just living at that moment. Oh my God, a test. I have one week to cram all of 
five or six weeks of information in my mind. And we didn't realize why our teachers were giving us quizzes because the quizzes were supposed to get us to study regularly, plan regularly. And we didn't do that. So if you didn't have the habit, starting a business without the habit of planning is something that can stifle your growth. It's the thing that's going to make you have a lot of uncomfortable moments. You get it? So when it came to the beginning of my journey in business, a lot of my personal belief systems were in play. I worked for a company. I worked for a nine to five, like I did a nine to five. These things were already in play. Therefore, starting out as a person, like a person who set my own time, set my own pay rate, all of those things, they really didn't exist because I didn't have that set up prior. That was the limitation of my mindset. That was the thing that was, that needed developing. I needed growth, but I didn't know it at that moment in time. And I kind of didn't know it then, but I do know it now. So I wanted to share it with you because if you're on a business growth journey, these are some really good things to be aware of so you don't beat up on yourself. So you know that it's not really, I'm a, you know, idiot kind of situation, but I'm a learning, I'm learning situation. And your mindset has been developed since you were on this wonderful earth by the people you love. So, for example, there is something called money mindset. We speak about it a lot in the industry because it's one of the things that can minimize your growth. And I want to kind of share an example of money mindset. So let's, let's get into that. And I start off with that one because that one is a very interesting topic. So many people hold belief systems with money and these belief systems are just beliefs. They're not truth. They're not fact or what you make it. And sometimes when you believe something so strong, they become your fact and that's okay. That's you. But if it's holding you back from growing, I'm going to ask you to reconsider and look at it. So let's talk about money mindset. Three things we're going to cover is what is money? What limited mindset do you have from your prior, like your prior age or your prior years? And how does this money mindset show up in your business? Okay. First and foremost, money is paper. It's a piece of paper that has been created in the United States or around the world because it comes in different currency. And this paper has a value that was put upon it by systems or, you know, society, whatever the case is. There are a couple people who came together and was like, this is a one, this is a dollar. This can buy something that's worth a dollar. We know what something's worth a dollar because someone's putting a price on it. Someone, and that's what US has that's different from the, uh, the, the rest of the world. We have capitalism. We have the ability to create value, put a price on it, and send it to the market. And if the market has a demand for it, they purchase it. It's just that simple. (laughs) And that's it. There's more economics and dynamic behind it. But this is what it is. So the fact that there's a value in play, this $1, this $5, 10, 100 or more, and the fact that people get a free ability 
to produce value and put a price on it. And then someone will exchange for their value that will help that person on their journey. That person who's giving the value goes, well, in return for this, I would like currency. I don't want to do a barter system. I don't want to exchange your value for my value because you might need my stuff, but I might not need your stuff. So let's just use currency to make it easy. And that's what money is. Money has no other power but a piece of paper with currency. So what does that mean? Money is not the root of all evil. Money doesn't have the evil factor on it. It doesn't even do anything. It's paper. It's literally paper that if I throw in the garbage, it will not rise up like a flame and, and come out and go, you have thrown me away. You will not be punished. Like It has no power. It doesn't. You put it in the garbage, it's in the garbage. Someone might find it and be happy to have it, right? Money doesn't have any actual energy or power. It's a piece of paper that the energy is transformed from us, how we see it, how we worship it, how we love it, whatever the case is. And worshiping and love, I use those words in in all honesty, that doesn't bother me. Someone can worship, I love it, but it's not love in a way that it's my everything. It's, It's not. It's just something that can help me obtain or give to others so they can do what they do or I can give to my family. It's something that helps us eat every day. This is just a tool. Money is a tool that we use in our country, the U.S., around the world to invest in others based on the value they give to us. That is it. Nothing more, nothing less. Money is not something that you receive and it transforms you into someone nice or someone mean. You already are that. You have that character, that personality prior. Money just allows you to show up more in that way. That is it. So when you think of money, that is one thing I'm going to share with you. It has no power until you transfer that power to it. So if you feel like you're very stingy with money, that is just your upbringing. That's just you. That is how you are. If you're very giving with money, that's how you are. And it's okay. Either way, it's okay. There is no judgment here. Now we see how money has no power, right? It has no defining factor. You think about growing up. Your belief system about money also comes from you growing up. So what does that look like? So for me, what it looks like is when I was younger and I desired something. And remember, when we're a kid, we're not thinking about the world. We're not thinking about this. We're thinking about ourselves. So when we think about ourselves, all we would like to have are things that would please us. Toys, books, money itself, right? And when I was growing up, if I would ask for a Nintendo system, that was maybe over $100. To me, that was valuable, right? It gave me something to do and play while my parents were wherever they were. But to my parents, that was $100 that in their mind, they didn't have, right? Because they were brought up in a way where they didn't have access to money all the time. So that limiting money mindset, that limiting of, oh my gosh, there's not enough money in the world. Whatever I have, I have to keep and save. And 
that was their bring, upbringing. So of course they transferred that over to me. Therefore, $100 is something we were not spending on a game system that gives my parents no value. My parents are not playing that, so they have no value in that. Guess what they're going to say to me? What do you think I'm made out of? Money? Do you think we have a money tree? Money is not like out there in the world. It's scarce. They didn't say that, but they said every acronym that represented that. And they would later on tell me all of this. They would later on get it as a Christmas or a birthday gift. But before they gave me the gift, they had to tell me all the negatives. That's the weird thing about it when you're young or even now, if you have kids, you're a parent, you will tell your children, no, do you think I'm a money tree? Money don't grow on trees. Money is not like this. And then you buy it and it gives this child such a different perspective on money, but you still got the item. And what was the point of speaking so negative about you not having it, but you were still able to purchase it, right? So for me, money mindset was given to me when I was younger. It was always about limitations and scarcity. There was never enough, although we live in a country that when we had COVID-19, that when we had the banks, the recession, money was generated and given freely. During COVID-19, I think 1200 was given. If you were married, there was money so that we can keep the society running. It is the thing, the currency, the tool that allows our society to become one of the wealthiest countries or one of the countries that are cap- where dreams are made. This is why everyone's here. This is why my parents came here. And this is why I was born here. So it's one of the most important tools, although we think that it's limited, it's truly abundant. But you can't see that because you've been focusing on not having instead of how to generate. So these are some of the money mindsets I was given as a young kid. And in having these wonderful gifts, (laughs) I call it that, that's my sarcasm. In having this, I was limited on seeing value, seeing my value, pricing. All of these things are results of that money mindset. And I wanted to share that with you because right now, if you have any financial money mindsets, they're showing up in your business. They're allowing you to say yes to discounts and then resenting your, your client because you've given them a discount but you're still working at the high capacity, that high touch. There's still, these money mindsets are creating this overwhelmed feeling where you are working so hard every day by yourself and you're overwhelmed because you're not investing in systems to help you organize better so that you can do better and go to sleep at night without worrying, did I forget something? These money mindsets are making you exhausted Because you're so scared to hire someone as a contractor, independent contractor, right? Or a full-time or a part-time because I don't have enough money to do that. And all you're thinking is, I don't have, rather than how can I create? How can I work towards this, right? When you're constantly thinking, I don't have, your brain, your mind, your amazing mind is not even trying to figure out how can it because you shut it down. 
Because when you were younger, your parents, your grandparents, your aunts, your uncle, someone kept shutting you down about money. And when they kept shutting you down, they kept telling you that this thing doesn't really exist for us, only for the wealthy. But the wealthy people had to work. They had to create value so that they can get currency. They were born with it. And even though you're saying, yes, they were, Nikisha, before somebody was born into money, that person had to create money. Whoever it was, their parents, grandparents, they all started. And they started from different ways. So don't get me wrong. And in them having the upper hand, right, starting, they started from somewhere. They had to believe that they can generate it and they generated it. That is my only point here. You have that ability. You can have a different money mindset to allow you to generate revenue through the value you give. Now, let's talk about how does this show up in your business? So when I started my business, my money mindset was scarcity. There was never enough. It was no money for me. So one, having that mindset, creating value was very challenging. I was starting in stationery. I knew the features, paper, printing, but I had no idea how it was going to help my clients. Therefore, not knowing how it was going to help my clients, I didn't think it had any value. So I would charge the lo- like lowest number, cheapest number, because one, no one's going to pay for paper and printing. Oh my God, custom, they're not going to want this. Yeah, it's a specialty, but they're not going to pay for that because I was raised to think that my parents wouldn't pay for anything. So why would, and that was like things I wanted So why would anyone pay for what I'm offering? No one wants this. If I'm thinking no one wants this and I'm still in the market giving it, yeah, I am really just taking away from my possibilities. So when I was starting out, that was one way my money mindset showed up. Two, I would make a sale or I would be selling something and I would still offer a discount. Even though they didn't ask for it yet, that wasn't happening I would offer it because I felt like, oh my God, they're not going to buy it. Let me give them 10% off. If you use me now and you refer a friend, you get 10% off. I was always reducing my work, reducing the ability to show up and serve. So that was another way of me showing my money mindset. The other thing is I wasn't even allowing myself to make money to pay me. So when we start out in business, we don't pay ourselves because we don't have enough money to pay ourselves. But we don't have enough money to pay ourselves because we never planned on how much money we want to make. Financial plans was never a thing. When you have money mindset, you don't make financial plans. So you don't look at it from a, this is how much I want to make a year. This is how many clients I need. Therefore, when I get this, this percentage comes to me as a paycheck. Not doing that literally did not, I did not have a paycheck for 10 years. Would I take money out? Yes, sporadically when I made money, but I never had a consistent paycheck, right? Which is so interesting. We don't think about that. But when you do nine to five, that is the only reason you're showing up is so you get a paycheck, right? You're, You're actually asking people to pay you and you're taking whatever number. I don't even know if you know what you need because even in real life, like when we do nine to five, 
we're still not making a plan of, I need to bring in this much because my bills are this. We're still not planning. That's it. You're not planning anything. Remember what I said in the beginning, right? We've never studied. We didn't have these habits. So if you don't have habits of planning in your personal life, you don't have a habit going to plan in your business life. It, it just doesn't work that way. So you can't say, I won't plan my personal finances, but I'll plan my business finances. If you're planning business finances, then you have a really good handle in your personal finances because both of them are in alignment. When you're doing business, earning money, you get paid so you can work out your personal finances. But as entrepreneurs starting out, we are so far removed from that whole concept where it should be the first place we start. It should be the place that we start because now we know what value we have to create to get the revenue we need to support our life, to support our needs and wants. So it's something, this scarcity money mindset is something that affects the way you show up in business. One, you're not going to ask for the number you even need to survive or you believe your, your product is worth. Two, this shows up in pricing. You always will decrease your pricing and decrease your value by giving discounts because of your limited money mindset. If you don't believe your, val- your value products, services are worth anything, you're always going to keep it on the lower side. And when you keep it on the lower side, how are you going to generate the revenue you need to survive, your business to survive, your personal income? It's always easier to work a nine to five and get paid because they've budgeted for your payment. They've done the budgeting. They've done the planning. So you walk into a system already and you just get paid. That is so much easier than you starting your business and doing it from scratch, planning your revenue stream, planning your income, your your personal paycheck, and then implementing that. And as business owners, the first thing you think about is, I have freedom for time, my family. Yeah, but if you don't have revenue to support your family and support the time that you're putting into this business, is it really going to succeed? And then if it doesn't, you're going to find yourself in a hard place and you're going to be uncomfortable for a while. And it is part of the business growth. But is there a way that we can shorten that time? Is there a way that we can figure out how to get things done before and get plans in place and then not let our money mindset limit us, but help us to expand. But here's the thing. In order for your money mindset to expand and to grow, you need to work on that. You need to see the possibilities. So what, what, what is that, Nikisha? How do you get there? Hmm, I know. I struggled in my business for 11 years. And during one of our lowest points in America, COVID-19, around the world, I gained understanding. And I had to shift my money mindset from scarcity, not having enough, to an abundant mindset where there was more than enough to go around. Therefore, I can produce value knowing it's worth this much and asking for it because I know what I'm producing can help you get on your journey to where you want to go. So what I'm going to do is let you process the scarcity, the limiting money mindset. How is it showing up for you? What 
does your money mindset look like? I wish you would tell me because I want to know. And if you want to tell me, I'm on Instagram at nk underscore podcast. And I want to know, and you'll find the link in our show notes. Tell me what your money mindset is. What, is you, what are you struggling with? How do you see your limitation? You can DM me, keep it private. And this will help me help you by sharing with you, by responding. And no, I do not say names, nothing of that nature, but just a conversation I will share on the podcast. You are right now in a place of limitations. Limitations, not bad or good. It just is. Question, if it's serving you, then great. But if you know it's not serving you and you are not able to grow, then let's shift that. So what I'm going to do right here is let you process money mindset, the limiting factor, and join me next Tuesday for solutions. How can you start growing or shifting your limiting money mindset? Thank you so much for joining me today. And by the way, if you are an entrepreneur or business owner and you are having a really challenging time in your sales, right? This beautiful place where you need to generate revenue, where you need to close a sale to make money so you can support yourself and your family or yourself and your partner, whoever, I would like you to join the Red Carpet Challenge. Thanks for spending time with me today. And if you received an aha moment in today's episode, hit the follow button and share a review. But more importantly, if you have a friend who will truly benefit from today's episode, click the three dots and share this link via text. You never know how this small action can help someone tremendously. See you next Tuesday and have an amazing day. 